This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Unencumbered by political correctness. Undeterred in her mission to spread the truth. Unafraid to be a true conservative. She's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice. When we need it most, this is Rose Unplugged. This episode of Rose Unplugged is brought to you by MyPillow and Mike Lindau. Now, they want to thank everybody for all of your support. And to thank you, since they have an overstock, they're doing a clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ROSE. You get free shipping. It doesn't even matter how large the item is. Free shipping on your entire order. 50% off of the MyPillow, 50% off brand new flannel sheets, six-pack towel sets, only $29.98. You know what? There's just so much on it. You just have to go there and look at it yourself. I love their dog beds, and so does my dog, Tucker. So to get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code ROSE. Free shipping on the entire order. MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. And I really do appreciate your support. It helps me keep this podcast going. On this episode of Rose Unplugged, I'm so excited that we were finally able to make our schedules work and I could invite someone that I came to know, oh, a couple of years ago and just fell in love with immediately. She is the wife of rocker Ted Nugent. She is the author of Killer House and a new book coming out soon, Wildly Well. But you can really get a feel for her if you go to her website. Please welcome to the show, Shemaine Nugent. How are you, Shemaine? I'm great, Rose. My website is shemainnugent.rocks, and my podcast is called Faith and Freedom on realamericasvoice.com. And then my website about my documentary, the book that I wrote, Killer House, is killerhouse.org. Okay. First of all, you and I met, it was a Made in America conference, the very first ever for manufacturers that were committed to supplying and buying all their resources from companies that made everything right here in the country. And we met there because your husband was singing and you and I were backstage and then we came out front to listen to your husband. And you're one of those women that you just fall in love with immediately. You just are such a doll. You're so approachable, so sweet. And I, I've never forgotten you. We've stayed in touch over the years, but we've been trying to work out some time to be together. And I'm glad that we finally have. Yes, and I totally agree. You and I are those kind of people that 
we just clicked when we met and I loved your smile. I loved your energy and your enthusiasm. And I'm so glad that we've, we have stayed in touch because girl, we've got some big things to look forward to, don't we? We really do. And we're going to get a lot into because I, I, it's so important what you did with Killer House. And I want to talk about that. But before I do, because you brought it up, I really feel we're at a very particular time in history, in biblical history. And I know that you and I share a very strong faith we love Jesus. I just, I look at what's happening in the world today, not just right here in this country, but all over. And it's hard to deny that these are interesting times. And I feel that, you know, the Bible talks about redeeming our time and about the harvest. And I feel it really is time to get out there and do the work that God's called us to do. And it's never too late. And I, I believe that women play a very strong role in bringing others to faith in Jesus, but also in just encouraging one another and empowering one another to be all that they can be. I absolutely agree. And, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from watching my husband, Ted Nugent. He doesn't worry about what other people think about him. He, he doesn't. Is, he puts himself, he doesn't. And, and that applies to his clothing choices as well. <laughs> but those, that's one, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. And the fashion thing is not going to be a battle I'm going to win. So I focus on other things. But I've learned a lot about him when he and I first met. I was not politically adventurous. I, w- I was afraid to speak out. And I got banned on Twitter a couple of years ago for posting a pro-Trump six-second lip-syncing video. And I promise you, to this day, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Sarah Palin, everybody is shocked, but I am still banned on Twitter or X, whatever you call it. So that's how I, I, I kind of got angry. And I started listening to my husband and thought, well, we're going to get banned for what we say anyway. I might as well be an Esther and be outspoken because I I believe, Rose, we were born for such a time as this. God chose each and every one of us and we all have a different lane. I'm not always quite sure what my lane is because (laughs) I am married to a rock star. So my lane's kind of broad, but I, I do believe in Jesus. Jesus is my Lord and Savior and that's the lane that I'm sticking in. And I do believe that we have to pick a side. We do. Are we on God's team or not? You know, that's interesting, too, because I remember one of the conversations that we actually had the first time I met you was about you stepping out a little further, putting your foot in a little deeper into the political waters. And I remember encouraging you and, and, and you, were think, you were talking about that very thing. And that was many, many years ago. So I'm so proud of you. And I'm even proud that you've been banned. But And I remember we talked about this. <laughs> you have done so much in those years since I first met you. I would say you were definitely chin deep in that water at this point so i am i am i'm trying to keep my head above water but i am i was a state champion swimmer two times Ah. which only means which only means i'm only bringing that up because we are all swimming we are all trying to keep our head just above water and sometimes we dip our noses below and sometimes we come out fighting and i do believe that so many things are going on right now this is dark to light and we are we're witnessing history in the making right now and i 
want to be on God's team. Yes. And I want to go wherever he uses me. And every day it's a different day. And I want to encourage everybody who's listening that sometimes we don't always know exactly what our path is. But rest assured, God has picked you for a time and for a place Amen. such as this. And I love that he has already equipped us. One of the things I talk about yeah. when I speak nationally is about how we have been the called to run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. And that tells me that 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 path, that race that we are to run has already been marked. That's past tense. All we need to do is set our foot down and get started and get on that run, that race. And when you said, you did say something that stuck with me, and that is about staying in your lane or finding your lane. And so many times as women, we have a tendency to look at other women and say, I should be doing that. Or, you know, couldn't I be doing that? Or why are they doing that? That's something I wanted to do. But I, that God does have a very specific purpose for each one of us. You're not missing anything. You're not missing out. You just may not have put your foot down firmly and taken that first step on the path that God has laid out for you. That's, and we all have I, it. We all have a calling. I agree. And, you know, I used to be one of those people who watched Entertainment Tonight and looked at what other people were doing and thought, wow, if only I could have that dress or that handbag. And, you know, one thing that I've learned from COVID, there were a lot of lessons to be learned. Yes. And it's to listen to my, listen to my inner voice, listen to God, put God first. I'm reading the Bible just about every day. I'm not going to say I do every day, but I try to. And it's, it's interesting that God has shown me that my path might not be what I had, you know, Rose, I think I told you this before. When I was growing up, I never even listened to rock and roll music. Isn't that something? So I never, if I would have, if I would have thought, you know, I, I wanted to be a newscaster someday, I wanted to go down a different lane. Sometimes God takes us down a little detour, but really the course that stay on the path towards him. And oftentimes when I just open the Bible randomly, something so speaks to me. And I realize that, you know, often, oftentimes it's just doing the next right thing. And as women, as moms, as wives, as we are all so busy, we're all juggling 10 different balls in the air. But I think that's, that's why God equipped us to be built as Esther's. Esther 414 says, perhaps we were born for such a time as this. Right. And, you know, things are getting really crazy right now. If you look at politics, you look at current events, we are involved in two different wars that really we have no business being involved in when we actually cannot even close our border. Right. We don't really have a sovereign country since we have an open border. We have veterans who are homeless. Meanwhile, we are equipping and financing migrants who come into this country for oftentimes nefarious reasons. So buckle up, buttercup. These are interesting times. <laughs> you are so right. I love it, buttercup. Well, listen, buttercup, I love that we are, you know what, this is biblical history. Everyone from the time of Jesus on, probably even before, wanted to be here at this time. They did. They were hoping it would happen yeah. in their lifetime. And here we are, Shemaine, in our lifetime. Yeah. I feel honored honored and blessed. And I have no fear because I was purposed to be here at this time. So I, I love it. And I love that I'm here with you. I do too. And I, you know, I also want to encourage everybody to 
when I say do the next right thing, sometimes it's just taking care of yourself. And self-care is number one. Amen. You cannot help other people unless you can take care of yourself first. It's like the, the flight attendants say, put the oxygen mask on yourself before helping others. That means we've got to be healthy. We've got to eat right, mostly. We've got to exercise as much as we can. And we've got to take care of our families. So that, you know, sometimes that means as a hunter, I know that I am okay to provide my family with pure, lean sustenance. And never before have I been more proud to be a bow hunter. And oftentimes we share the meat with other people, with soup kitchens and veterans shelters. So that means doing the next right thing. Sometimes it's not what you think it is. It's not a big grandiose thing like make a million dollars. It's just taking care of yourself. I love that. Okay, so wait, we need to clarify something then, because okay. your husband told me, hey, Rosie, you can come to one of our barbecues, especially when I barbecue a squirrel. <laughs> Was he teasing me? <laughs> oh, he, he likes to he likes to tease he likes to tease everybody about that. Oh I will gosh. be honest with you, I've never had squirrel okay. unless he. Uh, but he does go squirrel hunting with the dogs. In fact, you might hear them in the background barking because he's just That's about fine. ready to go do that. But That's fine. We do, you know, we live off the land. We have a very different lifestyle, and now more than ever, as I mentioned, I am proud to be a hunter. When COVID struck. We, we didn't scramble. We, we knew that we live off the land. Mm. We know we're not going to starve. The only thing we ran low on one time was toilet paper, but that's okay. <laughs> Everybody <You know>? did. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that whatever you're doing, you get enough supplies to, yes. to keep yourself and your family safe for 30, 60, 90 days or more. Agreed. We, what we saw at COVID, I never thought we would ever see Shemaine. And we won't be fooled again. At least most of us won't. We weren't. I wasn't fooled the first time. But, um, but you will not fool us again, I hope, as a nation. But who knows? But when you talk about this and living well, that does lead us to your book. And, you know, you and I talked, oh, gosh, a couple of months ago, I was out doing a run. And I ran into some uh, people that I used to live near. And the one woman has a young son who is now probably three or four years old. But at the time, he they were just recovering, or he was, and it wasn't a quick recovery, honey, from mold in their home. And I sent you pictures of that little boy. Do you remember? Mm. He had rashes yes. all over his body. He, he was constantly mm. sick. The only way they could fix that problem was getting out of that house and not taking one yep. darn thing with them. And they did not. And it's been a long struggle for them. The mother was, she reminded me of you. She was so dedicated. She was so bent on learning what she needed to learn. And so I want to talk about your book, Killer House, because it may not be mold, but there are other things that would be considered or should be considered toxic in our environments in our home. Absolutely. It's why I wrote the book, because there is not a one-size-fits-all quick fix for anybody. We are all different genetically, and there's actually a gene. They call it the mf or gene. Oh. Um, the M M Yeah, but there's a gene that some of us have are predisposed to getting sicker by toxins. The mold mycotoxin and the Lyme spirochete are very similar in that they can lay dormant in your organs for months or even years. And one of the things I went into great detail about in my book is you could have a, a whole family in one house that it has toxic mold. And I will tell you, 
minimum 80% of buildings have some form of mold. I would venture to guess 100%. Wow. So amazing thing that that happened to me is I became very discerning. And when I went to dozens of doctors and nobody could help me, in fact, one doctor said, maybe you're too healthy. Maybe you should stop oh. eating so healthy. Go to McDonald's and stop working out so much. Oh, my God. So I... And this is after I was getting debilitating migraines. Ted was rushing me to the hospital for even heart attack symptoms. And I was in my 40s, and I thought, you know, this is this is not right. I was once named Detroit's most physical female. I had been teaching group fitness classes, 15 high-intensity fitness classes a week, and something's wrong, and no doctors could help me. So I became my own investigative sleuth, and I ended up discovering that in between the walls, of our home that was once featured on MTV Cribs was toxic mold. We never saw anything. We just kept getting sicker and sicker. And I put all of this information into the book and on my website, killerhouse.org, one of my websites, because I want to help other people. And I would venture to guess that many people who have everything from migraines like I did to asthma and allergies, you might want to think, about getting your house checked for toxic mold, or even better, I've become very discerning, as I mentioned, and if you think there's a problem, I will bet you there probably is. Yeah, good point. And we have to go, you know, I believe that God gave women those those instincts, and uh, over the years we've been taught that, oh, you're being emotional or hysterical or this or that, right. but I believe that is a gift that God has given us, and I do think that we have to learn to trust our instincts. We've been taught over the years not to, or that it was just an emotional thing, a female thing, but that was a gift, I believe, that God has given us, and that is just discernment. I, I really do think that. I always knew that there's something wrong. And, you know, when other doctors, can you imagine, this was 20 years ago, Rose, so mold was not talked about much then. I really was kind of a pioneer in this area, and I went against the mold, so to speak. And I discovered that, you know what, the human body has a natural ability to heal. And we've just got to find those missing puzzle pieces And I even write in my book, Killer House, that's available on Amazon, I even wrote about a whole chapter on spiritual warfare. Wow. I do believe that this is a wake-up call for us. If there's something wrong with your body, God designed us to be healthy, and he designed so many natural cures for us. But oftentimes, yes, we women struggle with emotional, like especially if a, a guy tells you to stop being so emotional. Oh my gosh. Well, that that can be a trigger. And one thing that I learned, and I write about this in my book, that there was a very, very uh, difficult and substantial uh, situation that we had that rocked my world emotionally in my marriage with Ted, and I write about it extensively, and I do believe that set me up to get sicker. You know, when when somebody yes. gut punches you, you feel it in your entire body. You can't, you know, you're there. It affects different things besides your stomach area, and it's a trigger for our for our senses. You know, when you don't, when you have that one day where you just don't feel good. You are depressed. You are sad. So I want to take a look in my book, Killer House, and my upcoming book, Wildly Well. I look at the whole picture, mind, body, and soul. And sometimes, you know, if something's wrong emotionally, that does affect us physically. 
Yeah. Oh, God, that's so well put. And I love that you, well, first of all, I want to mention too, I will go into certain hotels because I have to travel a lot and I will immediately know if there's something wrong in that room that I can, I will not be able to breathe, that I'll have a headache before the night's over and I might not even sleep. And I think that's one of the things you talk about too is insomnia. And I will always go back yes. down to the, the front desk and say, I need another room. And if I can't find one yeah. that doesn't trigger me as soon as I walk in, then I need to leave the hotel. One of the things too that I want to mention, because I know you talk about this in your book, but you talk about other remedies too. You talk about vitamin IVs and oxygen and the infrared saunas. People might say, well, yeah, we never had to do that before all of a sudden you take an iv for a vitamin we never had been so assaulted before everywhere we go whether and you talk about how it could be scented candles fabric so i can't use any of those things for fabric softeners i can't use it air fresheners I, i get sick the minute somebody plugs one in i can't take it i always when i walk into a business a restaurant or whatever and i go into the restroom and i see one of those glade scented plug-in I unplug it I'm not (laughs) surprised (laughs) I unplug it in fact I went I I went today to one and and I asked the gal because I I noticed I've been going to this place often and I noticed wow there was no Glade plug-in and I I said to the gal oh did you not plug it in because you knew I was coming she goes yeah I think so (laughs) but you know what it's okay it's okay we've been taught as women We've been taught as women to literally shut up, yes. be, be seen and not heard. And now more than ever, you need to let your voice be known. And you know what? If something doesn't resonate with you, mind, body, or spirit, it's okay to say, you know, I'm sorry, I can't go into this building. I've done that many, many times before. We've been invited to people's homes, beautiful million-dollar, multi-million-dollar homes, and we can't stay there, and we have to leave. And that's one of the reasons I don't travel much anymore is because I am so triggered by the little things. By a, I can walk into a room that was been, that's been freshly painted, and I can tell you if it was painted with VOC paint, volatile organic compounds, low VOC or no VOC oh, paint. Wow, that's amazing. And to get to, to to answer your question about you know uh, functional medicine, they call it now. I've just about tried everything, and I've been doing this for 20 years. I would rather do a vitamin IV than take a drug. Absolutely. And I think that's what the world is coming to now. There's a lot of different remedies. There's one called the Hocket that I do a lot, the H-O-C-A-T-T. I do EWAT exercise with oxygen therapy, and there are a couple of new ones based on light wave and frequency Frequency is really a game changer. And you know what? They're putting chemicals in our skies. They're trying to poison us. So we have to use alternative or functional remedies to try to stay healthy and really continue on this path and stay in our lane and help other people. Well, I am anxious then. Do you talk a lot about those uh, functional medicines in both books or mostly in Wildly Well that's coming out soon? Well, definitely my killer house book that's already available now. I go into great detail about all. Yes, that's. I go into great detail about every single thing I did, because vitamin IVs are definitely one thing. Um, Oxygen, I did, and I I use an infrared sauna almost every day, and I've been doing these things for twenty years. And I realize that when I travel and I don't have access to these things. You know, and you don't always eat good. I don't have my regular food. And I don't, I got to tell you, Rose, I don't eat perfect. I eat 80% of what I eat is pure and lean and clean. 20%, 
I'll be honest with you. I like Fritos and wine. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I think we've earned that at this point in our lives. Yes. Yeah. yes. I know. And I want to mention, too, to our listeners, especially as women, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the mold or the toxins. I just came off of three years of caring for a father. That's why, uh, mm-hmm. Shemaine, if you remember, there were so many times I had to cancel with you or yes. I, because you never know. He broke a hip. He, this, he had dementia. Oh. And so I, after those three years, now he passed now just a few months ago and suddenly, I'm so sorry. thank you. But it was, it was a blessing because listen, I'm going to tell you something. It was the most beautiful three years. It was the toughest three years. I had to do things for him. I never thought I'd have to do for my dad, but at the same time we would yeah. dance and laugh and sing. And I had always asked God, let me be there when he dies. And God mm. allowed me to be there when he died. So I could be with him when he transitioned from this world to the next. But the other thing though that I want to mention is as women, and there's men too, because we're both listening to this podcast, but we yeah. are caregivers and we give yeah. so much of ourselves. I gave so much. I didn't even realize until it was over, you know, when you've gone through and you, and you know what I'm talking about, a traumatic experience because it was, but you almost don't realize how traumatic it is because you're in the midst of it and you just have to do what needs to be done. Right. But yes. when yeah. it was over there, suddenly I felt slammed with not just emotion, but exhaustion and mental fatigue and and I had to recover these last couple of months. It's been a whole process of recovering and just cleansing. And, you know, because I, we just go through so much as women because we tend to be the caregiver. Yeah. Well, the Bible talks about there's a season for everything Yeah. and you need to rest. You need to recuperate. You need to rebuild your adrenals and do, do a lot of self-care. But I, I talk about that in my book, Killer House, as well. Okay. You know, we we often put other people before ourselves. And, that, and again, there's a time for that. When you're a, a, a parent and you have school-aged children, you have to put your kids' needs before your own. Yes. And sometimes you get, you get put on the, you know, on the back burner. In one of my Zumba fitness classes, I'll never forget, I saw this woman come in every – I taught Monday, Wednesday – she would come in every day and leave early. And one time um, she came into class and she said, um, I have to tell you, these two hours that I have per week is all I have for myself. I am the sole caretaker of both my parents who oh. have dementia. Oh, my God. So, then, that's so overwhelming. Go ahead. Oh. Then I have to tell you, she came in another time a few weeks later and there was a gentleman following her, a young man following her and he was kind of going his own way. And, you know, in Zumba, we're going laterally and front and back and doing all kinds of steps. And after class, the same woman came up to me and she said, she and I want to introduce you to my son. He's blind. <gasps> so not only was she the sole oh. caretaker of both parents who had dementia, her son is blind. Oh. And she had the best attitude and the, and the best demeanor. And you and I have all seen people, women especially like that, who they, they just know what their lane is. God bless them. And they were gifted with an abundance of health and energy. And you've got to continue to build that up so that you can continue to help other people. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love that you took this very difficult time in your life and turned it upside down. You Not only did you take care of it, and you had to be, like you said, an investigator. You had to do your own work. And you know what? Bottom line, 
whether male or female or whatever you're going through, you can't rely on someone else. You've got to trust your body, trust your instincts, and you have to, you are your best advocate, not your doctor that tells you to go to McDonald's. I can't believe he said that to you. Or, you know, you are your best advocate. No one else is going to care as much about you, your family, and those you love as you will. Absolutely. There was uh, one time when I was caught, I took my son and my nephew to Cedar Point. I don't know if you know where that yes. is. And it's a, it's off of Lake Erie, I believe it is. And all of a sudden, um, we saw all these people. My dad was with me and my brother. And we saw all these people in the whole park running, running away. And I looked up and my son and my nephew were up at the top of this Ferris wheel. And everybody in the whole park was running away. And I looked in the sky and there was a funnel cloud as wide as could be. Oh, my gosh. And this, the, um, the, the operator of the Ferris wheel started running away. And I got o- and I jumped over that gate and I said, no, you don't. You get those kids <gasps> down now. Oh. And my point, my point is he ended up doing that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Got the kids down. It turned out to be a funnel cloud. Or, I'm sorry, a water spout, uh, and it just rained as soon as uh, it hit land. It was a water spout over Lake Erie. It rained when it hit land, and it was all good. But my point is, you know, nobody pushes baby into a corner, as Patrick Swayze said in the movie Dirty Dancing. And, and when that happens, when we get pushed into a corner, we will come out fighting. Yes. But everybody listening to this now, we are being pushed into a corner. And if you haven't recognized that already, wake up, sister. <laughs> or buttercup, as you like to also say. Yep. Listen, and I, <laughs> I would like to encourage people too to check out all right both both of your websites because they're so informative. We've got killerhouse.org, but we also have Shemaine Nugent dot rocks. I love that. But she's got Faith and Freedom podcasts on there, and they it's part of a show that she does with Real America's Voice, but you just, you nail it on, on and I, I noticed that you've had Tom Homan. Tom Homan's my buddy. He and I are doing an event together in Harrisburg. I, I love Tom. He just, he tells it like it is, you know, he says, I wake up yes. every morning pissed off, you know, and he is because he cares. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see him. Couldn't you see Tom waking up? I'm like, I'm mad again today. <laughs> I know. Sounds like somebody else I know. (laughs) Yeah. You know what, Rose? I've been blessed like you. I've been blessed to get so many wonderful guests from Sarah Palin to Cash Patel, Charlie Kirk, Kirk Cameron. And there's this guitar player that I know that often pops onto my podcast. So I'm, I'm blessed because I get to speak to so many different people and find out what makes them tick and what makes them angry. Yeah, that's good. And and they and these are people that are so dedicated to this country. You know, their their level of patriotism is just way up there. And I, I speaking of that guitar player, I love that you guys all played into the one little uh, fun thing I did with uh, Senator, not Senator, I wanted him to be Senator, Dr. Oz. I was a surrogate for him yes. when he was running. And ah. when he told, he had said something about Ted Nugent. And I'm like, oh. I didn't tell him that I had called you guys and asked if Ted could get on the phone and surprise him when I was doing one of my radio shows. And he did. And it was a lot of fun and it blew him away. And then I think he ended up coming out to your place shortly after that. Yeah. He and his yeah. wife came out and what, what an unbelievable turn of events. I, I was shocked that he didn't make it. Oh, listen, 
You and everybody else that lives in this state. I don't even know how that happened. We had one of the most brilliant minds, the most skilled surgeons. I mean, you couldn't ask for more. And and I'll tell you something. Anybody that met him in person just loved him because, as you know, he's very down to earth, very sincere about what he cares about. He cares about your health. And he also cared about this country. And it's really a shame that we lost that. So, yeah, I'm very disappointed. But anyway, so is there any, any final words from our Shemaine Nugent today? Just make sure you check out ShemaineNugent.rocks, also KillerHouse.org, and her book, Killer House. But coming out, so keep an eye out for this. You might even be able to pre-order Wildly Well, can you? Can't pre-order it yet. It okay. should be out uh, later later this year with Skyhorse Publishing. Okay. And they are the publishers for Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s recent book about Anthony, the, the real Anthony Fauci. So that's <laughs> it really, I'm, I'm really psyched about that. But you know what? I just want to encourage you, Rose, to continue to do what you're doing. You are an Esther and you have such an amazing voice figuratively and, and literally. And it really, every time I turn on and I, I hear your voice filling in for Sean Hannity or somebody else or on your own podcast, I text you. I'm like, oh, I get in the car. Yes. I get to listen to my friend Rose. Oh. So keep up the good work you of what too. you're doing. You're such a blessing and such a gift to so many. You know what? And the same right back at you, Shemaine. You're wonderful. And people, I don't know if you've ever seen Shemaine. She is one of the most beautiful women I've ever met. But that beauty goes deep, very, very deep. And I think that's why I just fell in love with you the very first time I met you. And I thank you oh. and encourage you to keep up the good work as well, Shemaine. God bless you. God bless you, too, and God bless all your listeners. I I am sounding off on some social media, on Instagram at Shemaine Nugent mostly, but also on Facebook, and then again, my podcast on Real America's Voice called Faith and Freedom. I'd love to connect with everybody. Oh, yeah, please do make sure you take note of that, and I'll make sure I put all of that, too, in the description of the podcast because you you are just a wealth of information. I love your spirit, and I love your heart. So, Shemaine Nugent, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Rose. God bless.